Michaela Perkins and the one, the only Shonda Paz. Yo, yo. Make sure to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five star review. We'd really appreciate it. What's up to the fam in the chat? Charles, Elizabeth, Connor, Ryan, Daniel, Low Tone Capone. Okay. What's up, everybody? Okay. So happy you're joining us. Sean. Mac. Welcome back. Thanks. Anything exciting happened this week? Uh, I mean, I feel like I should be asking you that question. <laughs> Anything exciting happened this week, Mac? Oh, uh, I don't know. We just maybe like added our fourth market. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to PHLY for joining the All City fam. If you haven't heard, the city of brotherly love just got an All City network. Yeah. They launched on Tuesday. I was in Philadelphia to help them out with their social to get them all set up and launch on social media. And it was a smashing success. <laughs> it appeared so <laughs> from this side. Um, uh, no, I mean, it's awesome to have Philly a part of the fold. It's a, yeah, a little East Coast presence. Yeah. It's one step in All City taking over the world. Yeah. I, I think it was it was uh, Susie who had tweeted it out. Mm -hmm. All City, one word, all caps. Remember the name. We're fucking coming. Coming, coming We're fucking baby. coming, baby. We're coming. We got the Southwest covered. We got the mountains we covered. Got the Midwest. We got Midwest and the East Coast. Yep. We're almost coast to coast. We're we just got to... Got to get somewhere on the West Coast in here and then we're coast to coast. Yeah. Um, it was really awesome, though. The response was insane. The Unbelievable. Philly sports fans are so passionate. Once they have something to rally around, they show up and show out. Mm -hmm. Their main Twitter account got 15,000 followers in 24 hours. Yeah, it was unbelievable to see in the numbers that the the Eagles postgame show put up last night. I was watching that. Um, it's, a, it's a vibe. And you could tell. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, Philly's no joke. Philly it's, is no joke. It is really cool. I do feel like I just joined a cult, though. Yeah. Um. I still have Philly cheesesteaks and hoagies and bagels, like, streaming through my bloodstream. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't even think about that. Um, I didn't I, mean to bring that up because now I'm mad at you. I'm I didn't even sorry. think about the fact because I've never been to Philly. I've never had, like, a real cheesesteak. Yeah. And cheesesteaks are one of my favorite things. I never even thought about that. Yeah. I had a lot of cheesesteaks. So a did lot you of go hoagies. to, like, the, like, multiple places? We Multiple did a lot of DoorDash because okay. we were. Yeah, you were working. Did you working. have like like the Geno's? I think is one of the original ones. Like, did I you have any like so. the, the OG pots, or you just had? No, I don't think so. I'm so sad about it. So I was only there for a couple of days, yeah. but the rest of our All City crew has been there for like a month at this point. <laughs> um, so they've done a lot more than I did. They did like the Liberty Bell, all that mm, stuff. Yeah. I saw I you got, went to a Phillies game though. I did go to a Phillies game. That was very exciting. Mm -hmm. It was cool to watch the Braves clinch the NL East while we were there. So that was kind of bleh. Um, Some but the Phillies game was awesome. Yeah. I tried so hard, so hard to find the fanatic, and that <laughs> guy was nowhere to be seen. I could not find him anywhere. He's he was like he's an elusive profile. creature. He's, I mean, it's kind of what he looks like. He's high profile though. He's was, one of the most popular mascots in the world. I was so sad. I he's was, got security and everything. I'm sure. He, yeah, he's like a celebrity in Philly. Basically. Oh yeah, him and Gritty at this point. Did you run into Gritty by any chance? No, I didn't. You need to get Gritty in the offices. Personally, I think the Fanatic is the most iconic mascot in sports, and I was dying to meet him, and I could not find him. So That's my tragic. Fanatic quest was unfulfilled, and I'm very sad about it. But lots of cheesesteaks, lots of ho lot, lots of hoagies, uh, lots of bagels. I had a bagel every Ooh. morning, which I was very happy hey, about. I still Northeast. haven't found a good... Yeah, I still they haven't found a good bagel place here. They don't mess around with them bagels, baby. Mm -mm, they were to die for, but it was an intense 
four days. Yeah. I think I slept maybe a collective of eight hours in that four day span. <laughs> and so we know how much Mackie P loves her sleep. I'm a little delirious over here. So if I start talking in tongues, I'm sorry. I've, I'm just, I've lost all senses. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. I don't know where I am. It is Friday, September 15th. <laughs> I don't know what time zone I'm in, but that's not weird for me. <laughs> I don't know what time zone we're in because I've been here for three years in the Arizona time change. <laughs> we're in mountain standard. No, we're in mountain standard time at all times. That's what time zone we're in. Yeah. I don't know how time three hours behind philly right now very happy to be back in my wonderful desert state i miss arizona so bad when i what landed was the weather like up there it was humid what was it, it was yeah. so humid it was like 80s so it was like warm but, but sticky. it was sticky and i don't like the humidity yeah i don't blame you it's not great but i'm super glad to be back <laughs> i miss my desert state but super excited to welcome phly to the fam they're gonna kill it the staff over there is amazing they're all amazing human beings we're my I kelly think... green to celebrate yeah okay <laughs> i didn't even go. think about that until right now um, I got called a John and a jabroni. Did like, you actually? Yeah, like eight this times. John. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like I joined a cult. Like I said, I'm just going to start calling everyone jabronis uh, now that I'm back. So it's great. <laughs> but super excited for PHLY. I think they're a perfect addition to the fam. I think so, too. You know so what too. else is a perfect addition to our fam? What's that? Circle K, Sean. Oh, yeah, baby. Break it down. I need gas. I actually like, <laughs> you know, I, I think I mentioned this on a show previously. I'm one of those guys where like you'll be driving to work and, uh, you know, the gas light comes up. And so when I leave work, I drive home and decide I'll get gas the next day. And I, I play a dangerous game with gas. Um, and so right now I'm playing that dangerous game, but I think I probably will go stop for gas on the way home because there's like 80 circle K's between here and my house. Um, and circle K is the best gas station on the face of the planet. On the planet. Yeah. I would absolutely. argue probably, probably the moon as well. Yeah. Maybe Jupiter. I've been playing a lot of Starfield recently. The circle K's all over the galaxy. They didn't uh, have any circle K's in Philly. Which was very disappointing. They had a bunch of the gas stations that shall not be named. Mm. That start that with like a, a baby w. Um, um, yeah, not meh, a fan. Not a meh. fan. I miss my Circle K. Um, oh yeah, Circle K. They're them. Um, and it's no better time to be checking out Circle K because they just launched their Inner Circle um, membership. Which, if you join now, you get twenty-five cents off your first few gallons or your first few fill-ups. Um, and you get every six purchase free on a selection of Circle K pizza, coffee, fountain drinks, things of the sort. So join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. If you guys didn't know, sports season is here. It is it in is. full swing. Uh, well, kind of. We still are waiting for the return of basketball, basketball and, and hockey. hockey, but it's almost here. And if you want to be able to watch all of your favorite sports teams, you got to sign up for Fubo TV, Hello? right? Freaking it now. is genuinely how I watch all of my sports yeah. now. Like they've it's got so Red Zone on, which Red Zone is all you need on football. Red Sunday. Zone is the most magic thing. Like when 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 what's his name Hanson comes on, he's like sixteen hours of nonstop football or whatever he says. I get juiced. And I was hadn't been able to watch it for a long time because I didn't have Fubo. And I got Fubo and I see it. Yeah. Every you guys, Sunday. you gotta get Fubo. Click the link in our description right now to sign up for Fubo TV. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. You'll get a thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. You can watch your local teams while you're traveling. And like I said, ASU, U of A, Cardinals, D Backs games. We're gonna have Suns games eventually and Coyotes <laughs> games back. And you're gonna want to watch them on Fubo TV. Watch all your favorite college football and the NFL. NFL with Fubo, go to dot Fubo TV dot com slash PHNX to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Let's go, everybody. Sign up for Fubo. Um, we are going to talk some Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm -hmm. We have lots of questions in the chat. 
You want to talk about them really quick before we jump in? What are our questions? Um, Michael asking if I went to that gas station that will not be named. And I did, unfortunately, because they did not have Circle K. So boo about that. Dorian saying his sister will be singing at the D-backs game tonight. So that's cool. Shout out to Dorian's sister. Um, Chris asking, did PHLY PHLY feel the love from the PHNX diehards? They absolutely did. (laughs) It was really, really cool to see the support of all the fans from all the other cities, DNVR, CHGO. But I will say, since I was on social media all day, the fans that showed up the most were the PHNX fans. I'm not surprised by that at all. So shout out to you guys. They really felt the love. And I'm so thankful to be a part of such an amazing community that not only cares and supports about Arizona's teams, but our all-city fan as well. Yeah, of course. It was really cool one of a kind yeah one of a kind for sure so shout out to our diehards thank you all so much for making phly feel so welcome and i know the uh eagles fans are insane but we love them now and we will excuse some of the craziness because they are a part of the all city family yeah now you know it's everyone has a crazy uncle where if you they weren't a part of the family you'd be like what's going on there when i'm yeah. part of the family love them all the same yeah absolutely <laughs> Sean, the Arizona Mac. Diamondbacks uh, are yeah. broken wagon. <laughs> the wagon wheels are falling off. It's not been great the last few days. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um. In case you checked out for <laughs> the Diamondbacks series against the Mets, they put up three absolute stinkers to the Mets. Yeah. They lost three of four games in that series. They are now third in the NL West behind the Dodgers and the Giants sitting at 76 and 72 record. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we speak, as we sit here today on this studio set at the PHNX studios, they are out of the wild card. Yeah. So, I mean, like technically there's a three-way tie between like the Giants and Diamondbacks and Reds right now. So, it's it's I mean still at this point very much anyone's race but yeah um you're at a very point now where you need to play good games and you need to play good games especially when your two best pitchers are pitching and they haven't done that Ooh, yeah. at all at all um let's take a quick look at the wild card standings that we were just talking about because uh, like you said they are they had a lead going into the yeah. series against the Cubs. They gave up that lead uh, against yeah. the Mets. And so they are in like that weird three-way tie that you mentioned. Um, it's kind of sad to see them out of the wild card behind the wild card line, below yeah. the wild card line, because they've been in it for so long. Yeah, but they, I mean, it's this is the this is the wild card now. Like everyone's just going to be hopping back and forth between that. So as long as they're still in that, you know, like I see that dash at the end of the, the graphic there, meaning they're, they're technically not any games back. Um as long as I keep saying that or, or it's still just at like one, uh, I'll, I'll be OK as long as they're still in it and they yeah. give themselves a chance up until the last day of the season, more or less. Yeah, um, I'm here for it because this is what this is what the wild card race is going to be. You got uh, four teams there and honestly, even the Cubs, uh, five teams there who are really just none of them are really playing great baseball mm-hmm. or, or at least playing great baseball consistently. So. If you string a few games together, obviously they have a huge series against the Cubs this weekend where if they were to sweep that, they they leapfrog the Cubs. Yeah. Um, it, it, anything, it's still possible. You, you string together a few really good games and all of a sudden you have a couple game cushion in that wild card section. Um, so, I, I mean, it's definitely you'd rather be on the other side of the line than the, the side that the D-backs are right now. Yeah. But I'm not, you know... They're still very much in it. Definitely. I think I'm a little bit jaded and salty because I was uh, at the game that the Braves clinched the NL East. And so I had to watch that happen. And then I also had to watch the Phillies play baseball. And the Phillies are obviously ahead of us in the standings. (laughs) 
Um, so I'm a little salty. I'm a little jaded. It would be so great to be at a game where our Diamondbacks clinched the NL West. Mm. But unfortunately, that's not happening this season. Sometime, someday. And you kind of mentioned it. Um, we can attribute this current situation to, unfortunately, two pitchers I was not expecting to attribute this negativity. Hmm. Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly. Yeah. They pitched some stinkers. Yeah, yeah, they did. Gallon, five innings pitched, eight hits, six earned runs, only four strikeouts. Mary Mel Kelly, five innings pitched, six hits, seven earned runs. Um, those are supposed to be your aces. That's not getting the job done, guys. Like, no. you're not, you're, uh, the Diamondbacks are making the playoffs. So they keep doing that. Um, you know, we, we heard earlier this week that. The plan for the Diamondbacks is to run with Merrill and and Gowan for, ba- for essentially half of their remaining games, um, which is only important or it's important regardless, but it's only a good thing if those two guys are pitching well, which they did not in their last outing. But in their defense, the offense wasn't what good either. Like even if they had come out and, and only given up yeah. a few runs, the Diamondbacks are still losing those the Diamondbacks games. Diamondbacks scored one run in each of those games. Exactly. They lost seven to one when Gallon was on the mound, and they lost eleven to one when Merrill was on the mound. So. Exactly. So I mean, it, obviously they had really bad outings, so they, they deserve some criticism for that. But it's it's almost hard to assign blame to them because again, even if they had they had come out and dealt, Diamondbacks are still losing. Um, and you got to wonder how much pressure is on these guys now, knowing that they are going to be handed the ball. For half of their remaining games, as they're in the mm-hmm. middle of a while, uh, of a playoff push, um, and knowing that their offense isn't really producing, it, it, pitching is you know it's a fine art. Like it, when you start having to think about it, it's going to make it much more difficult. I mean that's all of baseball, really, um, all of sports, honestly. But um, and it feels like at a point, like or at this point, the entire the weight of the whole organization is on Zach Gallon and, and Merrill Kelly's shoulders. Um, and I think real aces can shoulder that. Uh, not, which not to say that they're not real aces. Uh, you know, these are just one bad outings, I guess. Or yeah, it's been a, a couple, I guess. But um, but it, yeah, if they're not if they're not producing, it's going to be a real problem. Like they they aces have to shoulder that burden when the offense isn't producing or the bullpen's not producing, whatever it may be, and. Our aces right now aren't. Yeah. You pretty much summed it up. If Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly pitch like this, the Diamondbacks will not make the playoffs. No. I'm just going to let you all know that right now. No. Um, the Diamondbacks specifically, strategically moved their rotation around mm-hmm. to maximize the amount of starts that Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly would get to finish the season. And so if this is what they're going to do for the rest of the season, the Diamondbacks will not be making the playoffs. Not saying that that's what's going to happen. Not saying that this is the status quo. Ironically enough, we have an important series against the Cubs and we don't see either of them. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) Um, Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly are consummate professionals. And I do believe that they are very good pitchers. I don't know why someone in the comments said it too, but the Mets have had the Diamondbacks number. Yeah, like they did on us this year. I mean, the whole that whole division did, with the yeah. exception of honestly, kind of the Braves, which is the weird part. But like, they struggled against that whole division. Um, yeah, it's weird. You know, we we just own the Cubs, and obviously we have a series. So I gotta watch what I say about it, but like. It, it, sometimes teams just have their numbers like Alvarez, the catcher for the Mets hit has hit like 18 home runs against the Diamondbacks this year. I'm obviously exaggerating, but um, like, yeah, they've just owned us. That's just how sports happen sometimes. And it's really unfortunate that it's a team that we've had to play twice and a team that, um, or the end that it's happening at a time when they need to, they really need to be winning games. Yeah. The Mets uh, are always going to met in the most inconvenient times possible. Like the Mets metting could be bad and the Mets metting could be good, but the Mets metting for us in this instance is 
bad. The Mets are just always going to fuck shit up. Yeah. And once they fucked their shit up, they're going to find someone else's shit to fuck yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Right in the comments saying, Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon are being relied upon as the two main horses to haul their wagon. And they've pitched like horse poo. <laughs> they have. They, <laughs> That's no, a they, great they, analogy. They um, and with Zach, I mean, the last outing was obviously on the road and he's had his struggles all year on the road. Um, so, so hopefully you can chalk it up to that a little bit. But I'm going to tell you this right now, unless they basically like DM near went out, they're playing their first playoff series on the road. Mm -hmm. So Zach better figure that shit out fast. Um, I mean, he should have already figured it out. Yeah. But it's um, they're doing very little to instill confidence in the Arizona Diamondbacks, either making the playoffs or actually doing any damage if they manage to make the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Isaac asking D-backs uh, fans, why is the manager Troy Lovello have a job still? Why is he still the manager? What has he done for this team? It's been five years now. I mean, I am very pro Troy Lovello. Yeah, this I, team was like won 50 games two years ago. Yeah. And now they're pushing for a playoff spot. They have, mm -hmm. they're about to have a rookie of the year. Like they're incredible at developing young talent. I don't know. I There's, mean, I don't think you're really paying attention to this team if you're, calling for Tori's job there's definitely like certain things that happen during games yeah managerial decisions that you can pinpoint and say Tori like what was that but I feel like that's not the norm no I feel like Tori's been dealt a very 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 difficult hand well, in the yeah. roster that he has been given during his that's tenure as true. the manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks yeah and I think he's made as much lemonade out of the lemons that he's been given as actually possible yeah. the players love him the players yeah, yeah, look up 100%. to him he's a great locker room guy he's extremely intelligent he has a great baseball mind he is amazing at developing young talent which is the perfect this is the perfect for place for are, him to yeah. be because they have a lot of young talent yep. so there's definitely more pros to tory than there are cons yeah of course there are some managerial decisions that he will make during games sometimes but where he's like <sighs> even those decisions like it was clear that he was operating for a lot of this season differently than he is now in crunch time and i think you're, you've seen him manage games differently now that games are a lot more important and, and there's kind of a different purpose for what they are doing right now than there was at the beginning of the season. Because at the beginning of the season, the playoffs were not the... I mean, obviously, the playoffs are always the goal. But they weren't the expectation. No. Like, like everyone in the organization was was going out of their way to temper expectations. Um, expect, to which they've already exceeded. And there's still yeah. there's still games left, right? Like, um, Derek Hall was, was talking before the season, talking about, like, you know, people are saying we're going to win 70, 80 games. Like, let's, you know... Let's pump the brakes. Pump, pump the brakes a little <laughs> bit. And, and, like... That'd be great, but, you know, we're not trying to set expectations too high, and they've exceeded those expectations. So, like, I, yeah, I'm not ready to sit here and be like, Tory needs to be fired. I, I, they've shown improvement every year over the last three years, um, and now they, there's no reason that next year, um, as long as the front office does their jobs in, in, in Hazen and in Kendrick, um, that he's not in a position to be, to make noise in the postseason. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm still very much in a Tory. Me too. I've said this a lot of times, and I'll say it again. The Diamondbacks have exceeded the expectations that I had for them this season, and I think that's true for a lot of mm -hmm. people and a lot of fans. So, you know, I don't think we can put a lot of blame on Tory's shoulders for some of these shortcomings. Yeah. Um, again, it's certainly made mistakes, but first off, like, every, you, you, we're paying more attention to Tory than any other Major League Baseball manager. Um, so, like, they all make mistakes. We're just noticing his more. Yeah. Before we break down the Cubs series that's starting today, at this very moment, do you have any confidence in the Diamondbacks making it into the playoffs? I have some just because of, like we saw the standings, what all the other teams are doing. No one's running away with it. And this team has shown that they're capable of stringing together a few good games. Right? I think it's important to note 
and obviously this is um, correlation, not causation, at least as far as we can tell. But okay, uh, math. Yeah, I know. But like their record when Gabby Moreno is not playing is significantly worse than when it is. And for a few of the games of the series, he was on paternity leave. Um, obviously, they lost yesterday when he started, but still, like Gabby's back now. Um, I don't think you can realistically expect the bad performances that you saw from Merrill and Zap Gallon in this Mets series every day. Like it, it I, I think there's still very much a chance by no means. Am I going to like bet the house on it, but I, I think they have as good of a chance, if not a marginally better chance than teams like the Reds, giants and Marlins of making the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm on the same page. I think that there is a good chance that they make it. I'm not a thousand percent out on the Diamondbacks yet. I think that they still have a good shot. And this series coming up, which we're about to talk about, is going to be make or break for them. And I think it the next two series will define this season. I think I know Tori Lovello said that it'll probably come down to the last game of the season, but I think it's gonna come down to these two series, to be honest, because if the Diamondbacks suck and they lose the series, it's I don't think there's any coming back. Yeah, from that. if they if they like get swept by the Cubs or something like that, then D E A D Yeah. That's I think that might be GG's for them. And I mean you I think you gotta look at it over the next the you kind of said a couple series, the next five games, because they after that they have two games against the Giants, and obviously yeah. they're right in the mix of this too. So yeah. they they <clears> need to win these games, especially because like if you win these games, you put yourself in a great position because I know we're going to look at a second. They don't have the hardest of teams necessarily to end the, to season, end the yeah. season. Obviously, they, they end the season. They just the, can't dig themselves the a hole because they yeah. can't be expected to dig them out. Just keep swimming. Like they did not do well as well as I thought they were going to against the Rockies. So that there's no guarantee yeah. that they're going to do the same thing against the White Sox and the Yankees. But um, if you're in the comments right now, drop us a percentage. Let us know. Give us your best guess. What percentage do you think? Are you giving the Diamondbacks to make it to the wild card spot? Drop it in the comments. Give us your thoughts. The Cubs series coming up is a three-game series, which starts tonight. The probable pitchers, let's take a look. We've got Brandon Fott on the mount tonight, followed oh by everybody's favorite, oh Zach Davies. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then rounding out this three-game series is Ryan Nelson. Oh, boy. Oh Ryan boy. Nelson at home, which is not good. <laughs> not good at all. Also, if you look at the ERA differences between our pitchers and the Cubs yeah, pitchers, it's also It's, it's not terrible. just that we're sending out the bottom <laughs> of our rotation. They're sending out the top of their rotation, headlined by a guy that might win the Cy Young. Yeah, um, it's bad, 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 bad on paper, bad matchup, bad luck. Um, bad, Justin Steele against Brandon Fott. We're looking at a 2.49 ERA versus a 6.25. Yeah, but a couple of things. First off, the Fott thing is a little skewed. He obviously yes. had a very s- tough start to the beginning of his year and has pitched. Re- I-, I think his last start was not great, but or his last start wasn't great. But by and large, has pitched solidly um, over the, his last few outings and he just hasn't been getting run support at all. Yeah. Um, and then as far as Zach Davis is concerned, the very moment you start making fun of him and talk about <laughs> this is the moment he comes out and throws five innings, no, no runs. And you're like, Oh, he's the only pitcher that won a game in New York. Exactly. Like, it's just like, Oh, as soon as you start dating him, he does enough. Listen, if like, I have to talk crap about Zach Davies to get him to perform well, I will sit here for the next three hours and do nothing but that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I I don't know. It, it's so tough because this team, the moment that you stop, like the moment you think you know what you're going to get from the team, they do something different. Um, and so it feels like they should come into this Cubs series and get their ass kicked because you know Cubs fans are going to show out and you know that they haven't been pitching well and now you've got the bottom of the rotation. But Based on everything the D-backs have done this year, that just means they're going to come out and end up sweeping the Cubs. Yeah. So 
I know. If we want to get production from the bottom of our order, like or the bottom of rotation, it is time for y'all to step up. Time, you all need to step up and show out right now, especially you, right, Nelson, going against Jordan Wicks. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. I'm uh, so sorry. That is not fun. Um, Jordan Wicks is pitching lights out, and he has been for. I feel. This I season. feel. I mean, I feel bad for all of them except for Zach Davis. I feel bad for Fott. Yeah. Y'all better give that man yeah, some yeah, run support yeah. tonight. So Please. it's not great. Um, do you have a prediction for me of how many games in this series the Diamondbacks will win? Two. Two? They got to win the series. I think predicting yeah. a sweep is unrealistic, especially when you look at the pitching matchup that uh, the pitching matchups that we just looked at. But yeah, um, they got to. They they they, ha- they just they got to win two, two of these Sean? games. The, the first, two. first two. First two for sure. Yeah. I think they'll win the first two and lose on Sunday. But also the um, bats need to wake up. Like hello. Knock, yeah, knock, knock. No, Where are do. you? <laughs> I just, I have very little confidence to be quite honest in what Ryan, what we're going to get from Ryan Nelson yeah. um, on Sunday at home. Um, again, Zach Davies, the moment you start doubting him is the moment he does something amazing. And fought, I think is the, is the third best pitcher that we have on this roster. Um, so I think they have a chance again. They're going to be underdogs in all of these games. I, I don't think, I don't feel confident in saying they're going to win two, but they need to win two. Yeah. Faj, you want to give us a prediction? What are your thoughts on this upcoming series? I think they're winning two. Two? But I don't think it's tonight. Okay. Because yeah, Justin, I mean, Justin Steele is, is that guy. Yeah. Um, but if uh, I can see a situation in which Fott comes out um, and also shoves, and then they just got to do something to the bullpen late. I don't know. I could If the Diamondbacks win tonight, I think it's going to be like a 3-1 win, a 2-1 win, something like that. It's going to require Fott to shove yeah i mean i will say before i be a little negative nancy over here it is amazing that we are talking about meaningful baseball yes and it's september 15th it is so great to be on the edge of our seats wondering if they're going to make it or not i would rather be in this position than be in a position of mm-hmm. stopping caring about this team like a month and a half ago because they're so far behind in the standings <laughs> rockies um that nobody <laughs> just gives a crap anymore so they stop caring um very happy a month and a half ago. yeah very happy that we have some meaningful baseball to talk about i think they only win one game in this series that's probably more <laughs> it's gonna be really realistic tough. to be quite honest but also like the cubs have not been playing well they they just lost two of the three to the rockies they, and, yeah they just lost a series to the Rockies, and, and they're coming out of coors field and so the mile high hangover is actually more prevalent not when you're there but the series after you leave and we just kicked the cubs ass in wrigley in wrigley wrigley pay Wrigley Field. Are you Jesus. okay? <laughs> I was like, I started saying field and I was like, wait, is it park or stadium? Yeah, and I started, I don't know field. what's going on there. Wrigley Field. Um, so like, I, we just talked about the Mets owning us for no real reason. Maybe we just own the Cubs for no real reason. Um, I, I wouldn't know. be mad about it. It's going to be a Cubs home game. Yeah. Like, I hope thing. everybody knows everybody, that it's going no, to be a Cubs home game. Tonight. Right now and go buy tickets. Go buy tickets, she D-backs cheap, fans. Cheap, go she put she your cheap, butts cheap. in the Chase Field stands and shut the Cubs fans up. Please, for the love of God. Um, there's a giveaway tonight. There's a giveaway. Serpiente's cap. Go get your giveaway. For 15,000. Get there, get let, get there, get there early and be loud. Uh, it's going to be so annoying if they're giving that cap to people wearing Cubs jerseys. Yeah. I'm going to be very they frustrated will. about that. Anyways, um, after they play the Cubs, taking a look at the rest of their schedule for the season, they've got two games against the Giants, which as we all know from just looking at that graphic we showed earlier, the Giants are ahead of them in the wild they card standings, it. which is not great. So another huge Huge, huge series. That is a must win. The Cubs series and the Giants series are going to define the season for the D-backs. But the thing is, is like after these these five games, 
they play two teams like those. The D back should sweep the New York Yankees and Chicago White they should, Sox. But I know it's, no un, it's hard. You can never like predict a sweep in Major League Baseball. I think this is the but, defining moment because they're going down against teams that are gaining ground. Like, yeah, it would no, be no, no. one thing if they yeah, were going they down against yeah. the Yankees and the and the White Sox, but they're going down against the two teams that are yeah, ahead of them. No, no, and they you can't need afford to, to go down. You need to, I think, win at least three of these five. Yeah, because then um, the Cubs play the Pirates and the Rockies to finish the season. The two most vital games in these next five are the Giants games. Yeah. Because if you sweep those two games, you win the season series over the San Francisco Giants, to which you would then have a tiebreaker at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, that would be huge um, because also fuck the Giants. Like the, they're more of a competition for this playoff spot than than the Cubs. The Cubs are more, more than likely just they're going to make the playoffs more than likely. They're just kind of fighting for that. Yeah. Whether or not they win the division, to be quite honest. Because um, like look at the like look at the schedules. Like we obviously finished the year with the Yankees and the White Sox, which should be a walk into the park, which is great. And then the Astros are a little bit of a different story. Yeah. But, then but the at Cubs that point, finish, the Astros might not have anything to play for. Yeah. But then the Cubs finished the year against the Pirates, the Rockies, and the Brewers, with their one tough series being the Braves. And then the Giants finished the year with the Dodgers, which is their one tough series. Well, actually, they have two series against the Dodgers and then the Padres in the middle. So the Dodger the the Giants are gonna have a tough time yeah. because they've got have fun with that a four game series <laughs> against the Dodgers and then a three game series against the Dodgers to finish the year so Could be me the most lappable beatable team is definitely going to be the Giants in this scenario but I just I really is there don't ever think... going to be a run scored in those two games yeah the Giants are so <laughs> Giants, frauds dude. they're so I bad I don't understand it man that there's there's magic in that stadium there's just something in San Francisco that team is never bad even when they're not good at all yeah it doesn't make sense they haven't been like a complete joke for the last 15 years. They have a pretty nasty bullpen, and so, and their starting yeah. pitching has been but really, they, really respectable. So it's mostly but they just... Don't, but it's but not like, like they it's don't crazy have to and they, score a lot of runs. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, it's definitely on the edge of your seat, nailed by their type of situation that we have found ourselves in as Diamondbacks fans. So it is. fingers crossed, toes crossed, silver spoon under the pillow, pajamas on inside backwards and upside down, inside outside out, inside out. Inside out, yeah. Inside <laughs> out and backwards. And backwards, yeah. Um, all the things that you could possibly do to give the D-backs a little bit of extra luck. Sell your soul. Sell your soul. Sell your soul to the Make a deal with the devil. devil. Um, Whatever you got to do. If the D-backs do make it to the wild card, I will cry. I will sob tears. Of I will be very thrilled. Um, I'm not going to be super excited about the how those games are going to turn either out. Either teams, yeah. Either um, teams. Yeah, that's I, gonna, for that's the record, suck. I think Derek... Who said this the other day on the Diamondback show is fucking insane. I would rather play like I would rather play the the Brewers than the Phillies. I want nothing Correct. to do with the the Philadelphia Phillies um, at all. I would like in the terms in the, the list of teams I would want to play. It like at the bottom is the, the the Dodgers, and then right above them, I would rather play the Braves than the Phillies, a hundred percent. Which I know is crazy, like not really, but also they've done much better against the Braves this year, um, and the Phillies. Bryce Harper will make me cry multiple <laughs> times during that. What is probably going to be a two game series if we have to play the Phillies. Yeah. So no, thank you. But even if, you know, they go in and it's a David and Goliath situation and the Diamondbacks are the little guys, just give them any playoff experience at yeah, this point. No, like yeah, give the young guys point, a chance sure. to go out there, 
be in that environment, be in that situation, give them as much experience as they can possibly get so that they are a little bit better off when they are making the playoffs for real mm-hmm. in the next couple of seasons. So fingers crossed. Illegal Pete's. Oh my God. I'm so sad. I miss Illegal Pete's. It was this so week. good. We Ugh. got some these new like rolled taco things and they were bomb. I'm so sad. They were bomb. I was shoving my face with cheesesteaks and hoagies, but I low key miss my Illegal Pete's so much. Mm-hmm. Desperately bad. It was bomb. Um, this episode of TPSP is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. It is patio season finally because it technically was patio season in the summer, but not for Arizona. Yeah. Now the Arizona weather is a little bit better. It's a little bit nicer to sit out on a patio. So go to Illegal Pete's. There's one in Tempe. Grab a margarita. They are the strongest in Arizona, by mm-hmm. the way. One of those Illegal Pete margaritas will have you on the floor. Pretty um, pretty, they've pretty got good. it all. They've got irresistible drinks, mouthwatering food. They've got bowls, taco salads, burritos, nachos, uh, cousin cocktails, beers, and Piping hot queso. Mm-hmm. I love their queso so much. Um, but I'm definitely um I don't actually I don't think there's anything more elite in this world than sitting on a patio with nice weather, a margarita with mm. sugar on the rim, and chips and queso. Mm. I that is my heaven. Sounds like a night. Sounds yeah. like a take me to I'm a legal pizza and sit me on a patio with a margarita and queso, and I'll be happiest girl alive. Same. Absolutely I will also love be the happiest girl alive. If you want to enjoy your version of Illegal Pete's, they are your go-to spot. Stop by for happy hour. It's from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations here in the Valley. Illegal Pete's, the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. That's fun. I love whoever wrote that. (laughs) That was a fun tagline. All right, guys. The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, baby. Well. (laughs) Flock up. Bird up. Bird city. Bird game did what I thought they would do and lose their first game in the season to the commanders. I thought they were going to win. I did not. I thought they were going to win. I did not. Um, They did not have enough time, in my opinion, with Joshua Dobbs to really get comfy. I just think Sam Howell is going to be like not a starting quarterback next year, which neither is Dobbs, but I think, I mean, and to be fair, they worked, they competed in the game. They were in it. So yeah, the defense looked Dogs. Good. They look good. Dogs. They look really good. I was really impressed with the Gardak, defense. We got dogs. Yeah, the defense looked great. Um, the offense is another story. Uh, it was kind of like a. It was a. It was a good game until we had that uh, forced fumble that Joshua Dobbs gave up. Um, he was able. The Commanders were able to kind of capitalize that with the go-ahead touchdown after Josh Dobbs fumbled. After that, Washington forced another turnover, and it just kind of went downhill after that. Yeah, uh, it was very clear that Cardinals were not going to win that game, especially after their like there was like a, like a minute left in the game and they couldn't complete that fourth mm-hmm. and ten. So we start the season with a bummer. Um, it's kind of bound to happen. We're kind of in that realistic situation of not having a true starting quarterback and a retool, yeah. not a rebuild phase. But, but. the good news is. They're playing the Giants this week. And in case you missed it, (laughs) Giants got absolutely shit on by the Cowboys. It was a blowout. They lost 40 to nothing (laughs) against the Dallas Cowboys. Hey. This is a great chance for them to get their first win of the season because, my God, the Giants are in shambles. That Cowboys defense, though, is a problem. Full-blown shambles. That Cowboys defense is a problem. But... So is the Giants offensive line because they are dog shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, the only reason that they, the Cardinals were competitive in this game against the commies is because they <laughs> that's what I always call them. They, they is because they or the Mandos, but um, is just because they like 
the de- because of the defense. The yeah. defense was the defense. was unreal. Yeah, and so like unreal. now you're going up against an offensive line that allowed you to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback or allowed the defense that was playing them to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Like the defense is going to have to ball out again if they want to have a chance to win this game because it's not Dobbs. Yeah, I think if I learned anything from that game against the commanders, it's that Joshua Dobbs is definitely an NFL backup. backup. Yes, he is a career backup, should be a career backup. Probably will never have a Brock Purdy storyline yeah, ever. Yeah, probably not. But like, yeah, he's a backup, but he also is not like, I don't think he di- he was obviously not good, but he wasn't like, he wasn't Nathan Peterman it who came no, out and it, throw like it four wasn't terrible. Assists, Right? So like, I think he did, I think he did what you want him to do more or less. Obviously, like a couple of mistakes that you, you take away, but like, you're not expecting him to win you the game. No. You're expecting him to hopefully not lose you games, not take you out of games. And obviously, I guess he kind of did at the end there. How much you want to blame on that on him specifically is, is up to you. But like it. it yeah. Uh, he, it, I came away from the game like pleasantly surprised, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, I mean, at least from by the defense, the offense. They need to feed that man, James Conner, the rock more, in my opinion. And it's not just because I have him on fantasy, um, but yeah. like. The thing is, he just needs to hold on to the ball. He yeah. fumbled three times. Yeah. Like, hold on to the ball, Josh Dobbs. And 100%. it wasn't terrible. He completed 21 passes and not on 30 attempts. Yeah. And, and 132 yards. Ball security is something that you can, like, it's an obvious problem. Something you can attack and, and try and work on more. Be more yeah. conscious of. Um, and, 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 yeah, like, I ended up becoming, the defense was way better than I expected. Um, and... I just, yeah, I was like, I think this team is going to be com- more competitive with teams than people thought they were going to be based on what I saw yeah. in week one. Absolutely. Um, which is all you can be really expect. You're not except you were never expecting to win games really or or to make the playoffs or do anything like that this year. Yeah. So just be competitive, make games interesting. And I think the Cardinals are going to do that more than people expected. Yeah. I think there was a little bit of case of like first game jitters. Yeah, too. That I too. Think, and you, you mentioned it. They had no time with Dobbs. Yeah. They had no time with Dobbs to prepare to get him adjusted to the the game schemes and the, the playbook and all that stuff. So I think we'll see a little bit of an improvement. And you know who else agrees with me? Cardinals quarterback coach. Here's what he had to say about Josh Dobbs. I think it's just like anything else. The more reps you take of something, the better you get at it. And I think he comes to work with the right attitude every day. I think he matches what we as a team try to embody. Um, He comes out and competes. He's a great teammate. He's a great leader. And then, like I said, just like he is a student of the game, his reps. If something doesn't feel right, he wants to do it again and again until he gets it right. So he wants to be great, and he wants to be a competitor, and he wants to be good for his teammates. I think that's one of the biggest things with him. That is the Cardinals quarterback coach, Israel Woolfork. And he said a lot of things that I appreciate and that I look for. He's a good teammate. He comes willing to learn yeah. a lot of, you know, status quo Coaches things. talk, yeah. Coaches talk. But at least we are aware of the fact that, you know, the guys like him in the locker room, he's a good teammate. He's uh, aware of some of his shortcomings and yeah. he's willing to work to get better at them. Um, it, 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 for teams like this to be successful, like, it, again, they're not making the playoffs, right? So for in order for this to, to be a success, like you got you guys are going to just buy in, understand what they're doing and just try and surprise people. Um, and I think you, a lot of things have to come together for that to happen, right? There has to be a, a coach that people buy into and there has to be a quarterback that people not necessarily, again, not expect to go out there and win games, but that they could just trust to, to steer, to keep the ship from crashing into icebergs, yeah. right? Like, um, and from the sounds of it, like I, I think people have, or at least the 
people inside the locker room have faith that Josh Jobs can be that yeah. um, up until Kyler comes back. So, and that's the other thing, right? Like, Dobbs is not the quarterback for the entire year, presumably, right? Like, fingers, fingers crossed. If Kyler had been playing week one, they win that game easily. Easily. So, like, I, I think, you know. We've got some pieces. Yeah, we've got. I don't think this team is as bad as people thought or, or people outside, at least, were pretending it was going to be. It's obviously not good. They're still going to finish near the bottom of the league. Um, but I, I think with with a guy like Dobbs kind of steering the ship and and all elephants considered the, the strength of the defense, stuff like that, um, they're going to be fine. Yeah, gonna it's going to be okay. okay. I'm not too worried about it. And I think this game against the Giants is coming at a perfect time because I have no faith that the Giants are going to be able to... Get it together. I mean, like uh, shambles. The Cardinals defense is not the Cowboys defense. The Cowboys defense is is one of, if not the best in the league. Yeah, um, they went off. For they went off. Like their pass rush is insane, <laughs> uh, and they also have like they they have a really good team. They have more talent than the Cardinals have. Yes. Um. So I, I by no means do I expect the Cardinals to come out here and shut and, out the and, Giants. And shut out the Giants. Forty nothing. Okay. That's All not. Right, happening. That's fair. That is that's not fair. happening. Um. Especially again, like their defense is probably going to end up making plays and putting the offense in a much better position to succeed than they were in that week one game against the Cowboys. Um, but again, I think, you know, on paper, this is the, especially if week one hadn't gone the way it had hmm. Like on paper, this is the giants kicking the Cardinals ass. I think, right? Like I, I think people by and large are going to expect them to, to destroy the Cardinals. And I, you know, I don't know that that's fair. Again, I think this defense is going to keep teams are going to keep this team in games more than people expect. And I think Dobbs is just going to get, again, he's not going to turn into Brock Purdy or anything like that, but I think he is going to get better each week. Yeah. And they're going to, I think they might compete a little bit with the Giants. Not that it didn't win, but I think they might compete. Yeah. I think that's definitely fair. Low tone component saying Cardinals get the W bucket. I love the confidence. I don't know if this changes your opinion or not. I don't think it would too much, but in case you were wondering, there were two players out from practice today, defensive lineman LJ Collier and then linebacker Josh Woods. They were both out uh, with a bicep and an ankle injury, respectively. James Connor, who was kind of dealing with some calf issues, um, tackled Calvin Beecham, and then Lucky Fotu. They all did practice today, so that is a good sign for us and for them. We definitely need James Conner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Need I, Connor. Need I need James Conner. My Connor fantasy team, team needs James yeah. Conner. Um, I need James Conner to be okay. But he did practice today, and so did Beecham and Fotu. Cardinals plus four dogs against the Giants at home. Underdogs? Yeah. I According to BetMGM? Yeah, the Cardinals are underdogs against the Giants. The Giants are good. The Giants made the playoffs last year. They just played maybe the best defense in football. That's not surprising. I'm surprised it's not more, to be honest. But I think the Cardinals I, cover. I don't agree with that. Really? Yeah. The Giants are good. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Giants made the playoffs last year, and they've got, like, the same roster. Mm. <laughs> the Giants are significantly better than the Cardinals, I'll tell you that. Uh, Josh Dobbs makes makes Danny Dimes look like a Hall of Famer, and they still have Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. Regardless, <laughs> the Giants are bad, but I think that Saquon Barkley. Oh yeah, what did I say? Ezekiel Elliott, Jesus, yeah, Saquon Barkley. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I think the Giants. Quadzilla. I mean, I, I like the Cardinals to cover the four, plus four. I think they might keep this within a field goal. Okay, well that's fine. Um, I'm surprised that the MGM is. Well, I guess whatever. All right, it doesn't matter. I'm not an odds maker. I think the Cardinals get a W. I'm hoping that they do. I hope the Giants are just demoralized by getting embarrassed on <laughs> national television. Um, it would be great to see the Cardinals get their first win of the season because I don't know 
who's who are they playing me three? Um, I don't know why I don't know that off the top of my head. Listen, there's too many schedules. It does not get easier. Oh no, it doesn't. They go Cowboys. Jeez. Oh. 49ers. Oh God. Bengals. Oh God. Oh God. They play the Cowboys week three. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, they sure do. Then the Niners. Then oh the Niners. no. Then, then the Bengals. Bengals. No, then the Bengals Rams. might be frauds. We have to see. Still. Bengals might be frauds. Rams are not. Rams. Josh Allen's a fraud. No, the Rams put up yards week one. The Yams, the Rams offense. The Yams. Looks, <laughs> yeah, the Yams offense looked good Puka week Nakua. one. Yeah, I don't know. The Rams, you know, they had a hurt quarterback last year, and 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 what's his name? The receiver. Why am I blanking on his name? Cooper Cup. Uh, he didn't play. Cup, he cup. was hurt a lot of last year. I, uh, the Rams are not a joke. Yeah, but uh, if they don't get the win against the Giants this week, it could be until October eighth. Against the Bengals, that we have a chance again. Uh, Which, once, <laughs> once again, winning. <laughs> again, Kyler's probably coming back at some point. Come Who on, knows? Kyler, please come back. We need you. Um, yeah, so there, there's, I don't know. There's a weird chance because, like, obviously, there's, you know, they got the Giants. The two games after that are tough. The Bengals might either be really bad or might be a Super Bowl team still. Yeah. Um, but after that, yeah. I mean, I think the Rams are good, but I don't think they are. They're obviously not the Super Bowl Rams. Mm-hmm. And then they have the Seahawks, who didn't look good. The Ravens, who. Who knows? Obviously, lost their starting running back. The Browns are still the Browns, even though they look really good week one against the Bengals. They got the Falcons. The Browns will always be the Browns. Falcons are a team you can beat. Mm-hmm. The Texans are a team you can beat. But hopefully, we don't have to worry about that because hopefully, Kyler will be back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, then. that's the thing. They got the Bears later in the season. They got to play the Seahawks twice. Like, I there's Cardinals are winning more games than people expect. Man, huh. I, I think. Fair. I love the positivity. If you want to see, if you want to witness this for yourself. Go to game time mm. right now, everybody, because our game time game of the week is the Arizona Cardinals at home taking on the New York Giants. And if you don't believe me, you're going to have to see it for yourself because you can get tickets to this game for as low as $12. Sean DePause, you will be able to $12 take for NFL game, your family and yourself and sit in a NFL stadium and watch an NFL game for 12 schmackaroonies. I might need to find some people to go with because I haven't been to a uh, Cardinals regular season game before. You need to go. The in-game bucks. department does an amazing job of making the games interesting. What's $12, you guys. Of I, course, they okay. are a little bit higher in the okay. rafters, but you know what? I don't think I've ever seen NFL tickets for as low as 12 bucks. Yeah, that's that's a regular season game, dog. These are preseason prices. Yeah. Shout out Game Time. Shout out to Game Time. They are obviously the best ticketing app in the country and also the fastest growing for a reason. Last minute ticket deals for anybody who is a procrastinator like myself. You can also get parking tickets, parking passes on Game Time at a lower rate as well. So if you're going to take advantage of our Game Time game of the week and head out to State Farm Stadium, make sure you get your parking ahead of time because they charge an arm and a leg out mm. there to leave your car on a hot lot. And you should not have to pay that much money. And you can get discounted parking prices on the Game Time app as well as $12 NFL tickets. So do me a favor, get your phones out, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code PHNX. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think we should end this on a little bit more of a much happier note. Yeah. We got some good Suns news. We got actually a lot of good a Suns news. A lot of good Suns news, yeah. yeah. Did you see, I don't, this is not what I was about to talk about, but 
Um, Matt Ishbia said something yesterday that made me so happy. I don't know if it's what you were. I don't know. I have also something that I saw from the Suns that made me happy. All right, great. Well, we'll just talk about all of it. Um, Matt Ishbia said, I don't care about money. I care about winning the fans and the experience. And I was like, Matt Ishbia, my guy. Daddy Warbucks, open checkbook. Money doesn't matter. We care about winning the fans and the experience. Sign me up. Fire me up. Yeah, it plays in exactly that. I saw something earlier today about the Suns giving away free antenna sets so people can watch the games. Like, that's just... I think that was like in cor- like yeah. correlation because people were like, awesome. why are you giving free antenna sets? And Matt, she was like, I don't care about money. Like I care about winning in the fans. So God, that's the kind of oh, that's the kind of owner we need for a baseball team, dog. <laughs> when there's no salary cat. Jacob's like, if yes. If Ishbia owned the D-backs, dog, we'd have Shohei. We'd have Shohei Otani. <laughs> Shohei Otani would be a diamondback. Matt Ishbia, I need you to go talk to Ken Kendrick right now and buy that team. Just lend them some money. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I want I want, I want Shohei. Um, yeah, shout out Anyways, to Matt Ishbia though, giving away free dog, antennas yeah. to the fans so that they can watch the Suns for probably the first time in a while because not everyone had access to them yeah. um, when they were on their previous television home. It's so cool. Shout out to Matt Ishbia. I la- absolutely love that. Um, I also love that we don't have to worry about a owner nickel and diming everything and everyone and have priorities out of whack. So that's awesome. D-Book's new shoes just dropped, which are actually dope. Clean. So cool. I just like that Devin Booker, obviously he didn't design the shoes entirely by himself, but like (laughs) it's been so long since basketball shoes looked like shoes that you could wear on a day-to-day basis. Like you wear Jordans and this is uh, by no means do I think these are Jordans, but this is some of the closest I have seen to Jordans in the sense that I feel like you could wear them for style, not just for playing basketball. Yeah. I love D-Book's new shoes. Yeah, they're really cool. So uh, congrats D-Book for getting your shoes, new, new shoes out. And the last piece of happy, happy, happy news that we're going to talk about, our guy Bloomer. Get the jar ready. Get the jar ready because you know Let's where he graduated go. from. You know where oh he graduated God, from. You know where he went go. to school. The SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Okay. Orange right. up, baby. Okay. Orange up. John Bloom, John Bloomer, has been named the next voice of the Phoenix Suns uh, following Al McCoy, the legendary Al McCoy's retirement. (laughs) Huge shoes to fill, massive shoes to fill, actually. But thankfully, John Bloom has been broadcasting Suns games since 2008 as a radio host and a backup play-by-play announcer. So I feel like we are in good hands. I'm really glad that Bloomer got the call. When you have somebody whose two bases of experience are Syracuse University and Phoenix, Arizona, they're going to be great. It's what it's just what happens. Um, and that's what happened with Bloom. It's OK, may or may not have been what happened with the person sitting in this chair um, Stop before his head. Are is you the size comparing yourself room. to John Bloom? <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, it is. It like it is awesome to have someone that has like been around. They didn't just go get yeah. somebody like random from some other city or yeah. something like that like Been in the organization clearly cares. clearly a, a, is a son's guy and that's what like that's Familiar what local voice. commentators need to be that's what the voice of teams need to be they yeah. need to be people who get the organization who get the fans and bloom so clearly is that yeah absolutely if you missed it he joined our phnx sons podcast yesterday and it was an awesome interview so go check out the phnx sons interview with john bloom we are going to play a small snippet for you right now because he left us with a parting note parting wisdom i don't know he ended the podcast on a great note here you go (laughs) final thoughts anything you want to share with sons fans out there that you want them to know before the season starts um 
I think I, I would just tell you all that uh, please come say hi and don't be shy uh, from introducing yourself uh, when you're at a game and you see me in the stands. Uh, it's one of the things I love is interacting with the fans. I feel like I'm rhyming right now, not even intentionally, <laughs> uh, yeah. but it is. I, I do really love that part of the job. And I learned from Al McCoy that you are able to still do that stuff, put the headset on and do your job uh, to the highest ability. So my hope is to continue doing that and to get to know as many of you on planet orange as i can um and uh you know make everybody proud i think that's what i'm setting out to do is i feel like i'm i'm proud that i got to this point but it's only just starting for me and that's exciting it's an exciting place to be i hope you feel my excitement and uh and i hope that uh, we get to share what should be an amazing ride not just this season but for years to come man you gotta love bloomer i'm in i first off i want that shirt i want that shirt (laughs) That was an electric shirt. Um, people need to rock more tie-dye. Make it the 70s again or whatever it was. <laughs> I like tie-dye. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, like I was just saying, like a guy who clearly gets it. <laughs> this guy. This guy. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear it. I won't repeat it, but it's fine. Uh, no, we're not repeating that. Um, <laughs> but um, I look good. Anyways. Um, but like I was just saying, yeah, the guy that clearly like cares. gets the fans, yeah. cares like he's in it, cares about the organization. He's in the organization, and like there's plenty. Listen, we work in sports media. You know, there's plenty of people in this industry who think they are hot shit and think they are like you know, like there's some kind of celebrity or something like mm-hmm. that. And Facts. like to hear him talk about how his favorite part is meeting the fans. And he wants fans to come up to him. Like yeah. it's the kind of person you want replacing the kind of person that Al McCoy was. Absolutely, is a guy who could. He's never going to be Al McCoy, but. You feel like pretty damn close is, is, is you're going to it's one of those things where you look back and it's like, how have we only had two voices of the the organization in the hundred year history of the whatever? Obviously, I'm being a little dramatic, but like <laughs> like uh, it's because they, yeah. they had a guy like Al McCoy. Now they have a guy like Bloom. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be awesome for him. Super excited for Bloomer front of the program. Don't forget to check out that interview on Page Next Sun's podcast if you haven't already. Um, while you're doing it, in the spirit of John Bloom's shirts, you might as well pop an OG <laughs> and really take yourself mentally, at least back to the 70s, and just get high out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we had our collaboration t-shirt with them was also tie-dye. Also tie-dye, I'm telling because you. Because tie-dye goes crazy. Tie-dye um, and OGs go hands in hands. Yeah, OGs also goes crazy because they're the best scratch-made gummies on the face of the planet. Because they're made right here in Arizona. True. Facts. They're Facts. also no just... Printer. Uh, Wanting to let everyone know about their multi-flavored bags, which mm. go so hard because go hard. they've got their fruit flavors. It's a flavors. fun game. What? You reach into the bag. You don't know what flavor yeah. you're going to get. It's you're like just... a mystery gummy game. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, when you were little, do the uh, Jelly Belly, the little jelly I bean mystery? I hate jelly beans. I hate jelly beans. Okay, the, the, the texture of them is so weird to me. So what are we up to now? It's chocolate, jelly beans, and what was the last? What was the other one that you really dislike? Uh, I mean, very, oh, like like weird. the citrus flavored baked goods, because like I'm allergic yeah. to nuts, yeah, that's so it. that's a different thing. But like, you have a very strange. I strange... eat almost anything. I just don't like the things I don't like. Yeah, I love OGs though. Yeah, I love OGs. I also, too. I I love. I'm not like I was saying this the other day. On, uh, like growing up, one of my like things I probably could call my mom and ask her about it right now. Like one of my things was orange creamsicle, like popsicles. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I love like the them. little the ones that came out of tube and you would use a little stick oh, to like push the them up. Push-ups, like the, yeah, the Flintstone the ones. ones. Damn, I lo- being a kid oh, was those so go fun. so hard. That's being I think that's why so I'm emotionally fun. attached to the orange creamsicle OGs because it brings me back to my childhood of eating yeah, those yeah, push-up yeah, pops. I'm not, I'm not even jo- <laughs> like yes, quite literally. It, quite literally, it's an adult way to enjoy 
great flavors. Yeah. So check yeah. out OGs. Check um, out OGs. Check out our friends at OGs brands for yourself. Try out one or a few or all of the delicious flavors. Check them out across all their socials at OGs brands and on and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at your local dispensary near you. You must be 21 or older to enjoy responsibly. I will say, Elizabeth mentioned the Starburst jelly beans, Starburst jelly beans and um uh, Swedish fish jelly beans. Ooh, I can rock those. With those. I can rock with those. Um, so going back to the little mystery pack thing. So Jelly Belly has this little packs where like they're either like really good yes, flavors yeah. or disgusting, yeah, like yep. vomit, like diarrhea <laughs> flavor. Yeah, I, I've interacted <laughs> it's, with it's, it before. It's the Harry Potter birdie box. Yeah, every yeah, flavor yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when I was little, I was able to figure out how you could tell the difference based on their appearance, and I would mess with my little brother. <laughs> I would always give him like the shit rat. flavored. You're a fucking oh, rat, Mac. You're a rat. And my brother was like, "Why do I always get the one?" that taste bad I'm like, I don't know. although that's some shit i would do to my little sisters i'm not gonna lie but you are it was, it was good it was harmless fun <laughs> um while you're at it if you're out and about picking up your ogs go to your grocery store and pick up some four peaks beer mm. because it is tailgating season and there is no good tailgate around that doesn't have a four peaks beer available at it if you're having True. a tailgate and you don't have four peaks beer you're doing it absolutely wrong sports season and four peaks go together like hand in hand it's just common sense i mean i mean quite literally when the beer is the official beer of like the majority of the organization sports organizations in the valley yeah like you know especially that kilt lifter the kilt lifter will get you good it's been perfect for tailgates for over 25 years uh tailgates down kilts up win or lose mm. or boot win i want lose kilt. we booze with I, want kilt lifter. Kilt. I feel like i don't know that i could rock a kilt i don't know that anyone necessarily rocks it's my kilt. dad's favorite beer on but the it looks like it would be comfy as hell yeah and flashy yeah, absolutely. I'm about it. You know what else is here? Pumpkin porter season is here, baby. It is the basic pumpkin white porter girl cheesecake beer season is here, baby. Of the year, and it's okay. You don't you're get to allowed. claim this. No, don't claim this. What? This is it's for everybody. No, I'm saying you're allowed to be a basic white girl and enjoy a pumpkin That's porter. What I'm beer, saying, I'm saying, don't claim not. this. That's for all of us. Oh. It's the people's the people pumpkin We're porter. We're all basic white girls at heart, though. <laughs> um they are the pumpkin porter beer is back on the shelves in the valley so go pick it up visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events we've got Oktoberfest coming up stein holding and the haunted brewery tours that are right around the corner check out at four peaks brewer at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery you must be 21 years or older to drink four peaks please drink responsibly we should have a stein holding competition here I don't know what that is. I'm going to be honest. It's when you, you. <laughs> you fill up a stein of beer, like with a big yeah. mugs of beer, and you literally just have to hold it out in front of you for as long as oh, you can. Oh, I would lose immediately. Yeah. I have no arm strength. I have chicken arms. I have I no don't muscle think, I don't, at all. I mean, I'm not, I know I like to talk a lot of shit. Very rarely do you hear me talk shit about my my physical prowess because I have very little. Um, I don't think that I would <laughs> I would do very well in that either. <laughs> yeah, I would immediately drop that. I'm not going to lie. As soon as I am minorly inconvenienced physically, I just give up. Like if I'm not horizontally laying down, I really am just not enjoying winning, life. <laughs> I think. Totri's going to win. I yeah. say Totri or, or Saul. Jo no, yeah. John. Johnny Venerable. Johnny got them biceps. In the lab. They stay you in the think? lab. Flex, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> or or any either of the either of the dads with young children that have to like hold kids. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny's in when you're five six. Got to be a trade off somewhere. Listen, I would immediately drop it to be honest, though. I I think I'm putting my money on on Johnny or, or Totri. Okay, I think that's fair. I, we, I should, we should do it. I Let's think it'll be it. fun. We'll bring it to you live. We'll do a sign holding <laughs> contest. Um, we'll do it during a show. <laughs> Mac will hold the stein out. For the entirety of a TPSP episode. It's going to be embarrassing episode. for myself. Um, I'm not going to lie. But that's okay because we're all family here and all our family in the chat. Thank you so much for joining us. Connor, Charles Waddell Pike, Loto Capone, Chris, Elizabeth, Karen, 
Ryan, I'm forgetting some of you. I know it, but that's okay. You all know I'm talking about you. I love you all <laughs> so much, Michael. There we go. There we go. There we go. Um, and if you want to sign up to be a part of this family, I definitely recommend that do you it. do because we are the best sports family on the planet. You can head on over to gophnx.com slash join dash diehard and become a diehard today. There's a ton of great benefits to it. You get access to our diehard only discord, which we're all talking in 24 seven access to diehard only content, which is amazing. You get discounts on merch, 20% off constantly. You get discounts on events which we have a ton of good events coming up so make sure you sign up to become a diehard we're the best family on the planet and uh we talk about it a lot and we're excited to welcome phly to our all city family get on our get run over baby yeah thank you all so much for tuning in we will see you next friday at 12 30 have a wonderful weekend and go cards bye baby